another fire intro. Woo. Welcome to episode five. We're talking about seven deadly sins. Hot fire. I, uh, yeah, there's not like much structure. It's just kind of like we're talking about all things seven deadly sins. There's, uh, we all watch dub. I think boss watches dub, right? Yeah, so we got only two seasons right now. Third season has like fans subbed, but like no one's watching that right now. It's pretty terrible. When I was reading, but uh, but yeah, so this is this is only uh, season two of the anime, season one, and season two. Um, but yeah, what uh, what are our thoughts on this? It's like a mixture of like we got like the the boobiness from like a kame. We got like kind of like the more friendly nature though from Naruto, but that's also like it's a pretty big comedy and it has like serious aspects to it too, which is like it's kind of like a mixture of all the animes we talked about so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and do we like this like? I'd say this is comedy action, I would call it, right? There's, like, some serious stuff, but there's comedy action, as opposed to, like, a comedy, which is just, like, straight-up serious, everything serious about it. Which what, which kind yeah. of, like, genre do we think we like better? I like him uh, in the comedy, in it, to be honest. Yeah, I think I agree. So I think, yeah, yeah they have, like... This is one of the few animes that actually get, it gets, like, a legit, like, laugh out of me. Like, yeah. Usually, it might be a chuckle here and there, but... Yeah, like yeah. a smile, but this is actually that's some good stuff, and uh, even like we were talking about, like even like the lewdness of it, like it's like that. It's a thin line where it's not like crossing it. It's like it's like it's like touching it, but it's like it's it's not there. It's not there yet. It's funny, man. Like it's like you say, it's a real thin line. It's it's. It's done humorously, like it's not done creepy. You know? Yeah, that's why. Like, like even I had uh, uh, my girlfriend. She watched. Uh, she watched a few episodes of it. And she she would laugh at it. She wouldn't like get like creeped out like from it. And that's what I knew is like it was right there. It was like the perfect perfect line of like too much and not too much. I remember I recommended it to KB. KB was not about it. KB couldn't get past past the no. the groping. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she couldn't get past it. She she said she watched, I think, like the first two, and then it's 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 borderline excessive. It's borderline excessive. Like it's like every time every every time he gets every time he gets a chance, he's like, yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And sometimes in like serious situations too, which like yeah, be right after a fight or right after he dies or something. So that's what makes it so much funnier. Is that it's just like. He can make he can bring comic relief to any like death scene or whatever. It's not always so dreary. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't like yeah sit there with like the sadness. It kind of like breaks the tension, which is like perfect yeah, for it. Like a Naruto death or uh, a Kame. Oh, someone's at my door. Like one thing I like about Deadly Sins is like the music. I like the music a lot. Ooh, the first season's uh, intro. Oh yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. I listen to it every time. It was my uh, the music's tough. It was my it was my alarm for a little bit was uh <laughs> yeah and that's the, like that like the both uh season uh the opening and the closers what i always play in taco stream when like he first started streaming i'd always just request those anime songs there was another one that you did too it wasn't just those two though i can't remember what it was now uh but yeah so this is like the so one of the things i have like it's a great anime but does it feel rushed to you guys like towards the end did the ending feel rushed to you guys like the way like the whole battle was like over really quickly i felt the like very ending did like the very last episode i thought the the it's a two-parter right uh yeah the last episode yeah was yeah the, the final battle because i remember the first part i didn't think it was that rushed but then the second part seemed like it was just like thrown together yeah, if I remember correctly. Because I feel like they the, did it pretty well too. Yeah, it was like it was good, but I just like I felt like I wanted more. I feel like they took so long to get into the castle itself for a season one ending, mm-hmm. oh. and then all of a sudden, like it was like the final battle, and it was like oh, they beat him. And the, like the first battle with Dreyfus with uh, with um, Gil Thunder was like a couple minutes, and then like he was done, and then we had the whole revival using like drinking the the great demon's blood. And going on with that, but I don't know. I just feel like I wanted like more. Like it typical. That's the thing. I'm like used to typical anime sense where it's like one fight will last like two or three episodes. Mm-hmm. True. But also there was like before that, like trying to get into the castle um, with um, 
King and um, his old friend. That fight went for like three episodes. Yeah, and I thought I thought that was like a lame. I thought that was like a lame fight. Yeah, when he was like trying to save Deanne, because didn't they have a flashback too in the middle of that? I feel like they had a flashback as well. There was, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was he was actually someone. Well, he was the his friend, which was um, what was his what was his name? Yeah, it's something uh, with a G. I saw I read it earlier. Ger Gerhander or something like that. I don't even know. I was literally just watching. I forgot it, but yeah, he that guy originally the original he was a human. And he killed a bunch of the fairies, and they flash back a, a good amount. And then mm. the um, king's friend saw that, and that's what made it, like got his all of his hatred for the human race, and that's why he wanted to kill all of them. Yeah. And so he, um, he did like his illusion as him for this long for the longest time. Yeah, I feel like, like at the very end, like this kind of goes into my next thing, but like towards the very end, I don't want that many flashbacks in like the final battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Because if it was Naruto at that point, honey. yeah, yeah, exactly. You just said it was Naruto, yeah. Like that's what I'm talking about. It's like all those flashbacks to the very end of Naruto, kind of like what ruined it for me. Like that's not what I want in like a very end final battle. That's um, so fillery, man. Yeah, especially the way Naruto did it. Because I haven't gotten that far with Seven Deadly Sins, but Naruto would like literally flashback stuff that we've seen. Like it's not even like stuff that we didn't see. Exactly, like, they repeated it. Like, why are you reusing the animations? I mean, that's why they want to reuse the animations, save money, and yeah. stretch the story. But and it ended up like, yeah. just like Naruto. Naruto went too fast, and they ran into where the manga was, the manga. Sorry, um, and that's why they had to add so many fillers towards the end because the the manga wasn't even there yet. So Seven Deadly Sins is the same exact way. The anime, I think, around around like halfway to three quarters, they caught up with the manga. And so them, then on, they were just dragging it out. And then they got to the point where it was like the final battle. They just had to end it because they were at the episode count. So then they sped through like the end of it. And it's like, would we rather have wait a couple years for like the manga to finish and a good anime to come out? Or have it to be rushed like this? We're already on, you know, season three and the, it's right on line with the manga. What would, like, what would you guys rather take? I'd rather they would have, like, they would slow it down. Slow it down with a few more. years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd rather watch more, see how it goes through. Yeah. You never want a rush, a rush product, ever. Mm-hmm. I think, like, yeah, everyone's begging, like, hey, where's season two? Where's season three? Like, I want it already, but it's like, I understand, like, it's all about the money. Like, you don't want to wait, like, six years in between projects to make, like, more money, but. That too, especially like when you're hot, like you want to, you kind of want to exactly. Because so. that's the thing, yeah. It takes sometimes like years in between like manga chapters. Like, is that really like, are people gonna remember it back like in a couple of years? It's like, so like I see where it's coming from, why they're rushing and stuff, but I don't know. I just because I did the same thing in season two, um, where uh, where all of a sudden like we like all of a sudden we jump to like we know Meliodas dies. And the commandments are just attacking everything, taking over everything. All of a sudden, we jump to, like, midway through a battle where, like, Bond, Gilthunder, and uh, Hauser are all, like, stuck and not doing anything. And the Escornor just takes over. Um, and it's like, well, what happened before that? How did it get there? Like, I would have liked to see that whole, like, uh, like that whole build up to that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that would have been, been better. Yeah, just to see that overdrawn battle. Because it, it was the same thing. It's like... They slowed it down because I caught up to the manga, and then I had to speed through the ending. And I'm just not a fan of that. What I was saying the other day, bro, like there's ways to utilize filler. You know what I mean? Like what you're saying is you would like you would like to see that battle. Well, that's mm-hmm. filler, right? That's useful filler. Yeah, that yeah, that would be. Like, and they could have ended with Melio just dying or something like that. You know, like or you know, like I said, I haven't seen it, but. Yeah. That might have been an acceptable place to stop at. Okay, let, let, let's let the mega catch up a little bit, and then we'll go into the castle or however, or however it happened, you know? Yeah, because, mm-hmm. yeah, they totally could do that because it's, like, every, like, I forgot what it is. I think it's, like, six manga chapters equals, like, one season or something like that. So make it five chapters and end the season there and then start the next season over or something like that. Because, um, like, a little spoiler, we're not done with the commandments yet. Like, they come back. Like, there's still a prevalent thing in the next season. Uh, but yeah, talking about this filler is like, 
as we go through like season one, we don't know any backstory to any of the sins really. Slowly but surely, we get like their episodes of backstories. Is that something like I was? I like I I liked that. I liked being caught in mystery in the beginning. What do you guys think on that? Yeah. No, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I really liked like uh, just not knowing like you know why King is part of the sins why. Deanne was part of the sins, like, why King has memories of Deanne, but she doesn't. I thought that was pretty useful, like, mysteries that, like, kept me watching and, like, not having any clue what was going on. The whole, like, the episode one is pretty much, like, starts off a giant mystery, like, you know, why the fuck did, like, the King die and, like, the sins mm-hmm. is the good guys kill him? Like, we had no idea what was going on. Mystery, all, mystery's always, it's like a proven, you know, technique to use, like, I want you to start exposing, like, too much too fast then it kind of spoils it and now I, I, like like just to, like just kind of switch up a little bit that's kind of like with season uh um stranger things season two okay yeah. i didn't feel it was good as season one because like half of the amazingness of season one was the mystery like not knowing yeah and then we jump into season two and like we know some stuff and like now they're just trying to like flesh that out but like we, but now we know you know yeah mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i mean they couldn't help it but you know mystery the, the mystery can definitely push the story along as long as you do it the right way they still had mystery throughout the entire first season of and you didn't figure that out till like the last like one of the last episodes about why they were framed or who framed them exactly yeah yeah it was like literally like the final like couple episodes yeah, so you always had that mystery the whole time, at least. Yeah, so that that's what made it. That's what made it good. I really liked that part of it. Um, but I do feel like, even with that all, I still like. Were you guys confused at all throughout like the story, just with all this mystery? Was it too much for you guys? They did add a lot about where everyone was, but you kind of kept up with it. Yeah, I, I know it kind of threw me off a little bit. You're you're Matt. I just realized you, you have. That's fine. You can't you see have, it on. Um, you can't see it on the stream. Okay. Oh, I see the <laughs> Yeah. You can't see it on stream. <laughs> I'm not sure of that. <laughs> have, um, you know what threw me off uh, 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 about Meliodas? Hmm. When they showed the wanted poster, this dude like a grown man to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look at Meliodas, you look at him, and he's like a little kid, but he's always been a little kid. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's something that plays a part later or, or, or what, but like, apparently he always looked like that, but in the wanted poster... That's, that's clearly a grown, like, grown man. Like, am I tripping? Yeah, no, yeah, you... That's something that's not explained until, like, halfway through season two or something like that. I was just saying, okay. I don't think that even gets explained until season two. Yeah, it, it, yeah, season one, it does not talk about it at all. And that was something that really confused me. Like, I was, like, waiting for an explanation, like, they were trapped in time or they got sent back in the past or something like that. I was thinking maybe, like... I was thinking he either got reincarnated into his own body... Or maybe he, maybe he, I was thinking reincarnation some way. Either he was born to another body, looked similar, or he, he was born again somehow. But I, I don't know. I mean, so I think they do hint at it later or at some point in season one, but they don't go into anything specifically. They do. Yeah, like like spoilers. It's like you like you're on the right track. It's because he can't he can't die. So he's like he's stuck to like not age and not die. And like I won't say I won't say why for your sake, but uh. But yeah, that's like kind of like like why, and that's like it was literally probably three quarters of the way through. Well, when like you know, I've already said this multiple times, spoilers. But when he dies is when we finally figure this all out. Um, and that's like that was one of the cool things. Yeah, a, like a multiple season mystery that we had no idea about. Mm-hmm. That's like that's one of the yeah. questions I had. Is like we've talked about this many times. Bond's immortality. He literally is just immortal because he drank from the fountain. Yeah, but like he just can't die. He literally, he literally can't die from old age, and he can't die from like obliteration, as we've seen. Yeah, we saw Asteroso literally break him down to atoms. You couldn't even see him anymore, and it came back in a couple of minutes. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, why like the tournament then? Does he like give up to Meliodas? Or I think they fight like another time, right? I feel like they they fought like two I times. Was, and... I only saw him fight once and Meliodas knocked they, him out of the ring. 
They do fight twice. I think the second time is in season two. Okay. So the perfect cube in season one is because they were both drained of magic power. It's not that he was dying. It's just that he literally had no like power left to do anything. Okay. His body yeah. still can't die. I think it was also... he's definitely more immortal than um, than Meliodas because Meliodas has the what was it six hearts? Something and, like that. So, yeah, and you and you've seen spoilers, but you see you, you get to see him. Get, you get you see him get stabbed in each heart, and he actually dies. Mm-hmm. Bond, on the other hand, literally just can't die in any way that I've seen. So I guess like that's the way to like beat Bond is to like bring him to exhaustion, because yeah, otherwise he can't be beat. He's, he can be beat in a battle, but he can't be killed no matter what. Yeah, and like the torture because he loves that chick who's dead. Elaine, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Season two, he goes through a lot of torture. Yeah, uh, it'll, it'll be a good one. He he's brought through the ringer with that. Um, but that's like that brings us to like his like his like hunt his hunter ability. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about really badly. It's like combine that with him not dying, and like how like how do you beat him? We haven't seen that yet. I hope some I like again. I don't like follow the manga a lot. I've only like seen things of it, but like I don't know if we ever see a point where he fully uses his hunter ability while like in, a, in like a long drawn out battle yeah it's probably my favorite so far that, like, that i've seen oh yeah even yeah even i agree with that bon is amazing <laughs> yeah because like the tournament the tournament battle that you're talking about with bon and Melodi- uh meliotis i thought that was so cool how they like started was draining his power and just getting like stronger and stronger yeah that's why i think mm. he's the strongest because he could technically just drain whoever he's facing all of their power out i mean i know meliotis is like stupid powerful but if he uses his hunter ability enough to drain all of his power he technically can beat anybody that that's the thing technically if we no plot armor like as long as he can outlast them which like his immortality should technically he should be able to beat anyone yeah but it would be a really cool fight between him and um Askinar yeah Yeah. Sun dude uh, so I think the only way like they come on top is they literally obliterate him in one hit and just continuously do that, and then hopefully just him regretting over time exhausts his magic power. But he could not even use any and just keep getting obliterated till Escanor for Escanor the sun goes down and then he's useless. Yeah. Or till um, Meliodas uses all of his magic power and then Don can come and be like, okay, I'm gonna actually start fighting now. And then he's just gonna kill him. Yeah, he can't beat someone who can't die. Yeah. I don't think I don't think his regeneration goes based off of magic power though. Yeah, yeah. no, that like, goes off of the power. fountain of youth that he yeah. drank from. Yeah. That's just in his body now. Yeah, hundred percent show. It's a great show. Um everyone say hi to Mike. Hello. Hi, Mike. Um, hey Mike. But yeah, I when we look at like power rankings in the show or like one v one battles, I don't see anything on Bond. It's always like Asterosa, it's Ascanor, it's Meliodas, it's uh can't remember the other Meliodas' twin his name, but Oh his brother. Yeah. Um but it's always them. It's never like Bond's never considered in the question. That's Maybe why how broken he is, technically. How like how broken Bond is? Yeah. That's why I just I just yeah, that's the thing I just don't know and like obviously I haven't typed in, hey Bond power level battles or whatever but i don't know that'd be something super cool to see that i hope like the manga goes into and then we eventually get brought to uh the anime because like i showed you two the video of Askinor versus mm-hmm. meliotis like we yeah. get that in season three which is gonna which is just amazing mm-hmm. um but yeah that just well, man like i'm cool. at the part where Oops. meliotis gets a sword oh yeah because he, uh, yeah, he always pulls his punches. He never uses the sword because yeah. he knows he's going to kill everybody. Yeah. yeah, so you just got Liz's sword. Okay. Yeah, that, right, that, that's right. what I ended up on. Just give you guys an idea. And Let's... you saw how quick he killed that, that demon as yeah. soon as he got a sword. Yeah. Yeah, he it was like right. that. Yeah. That's the thing. That, like, when he gets Liz's sword, I think that's like a third, not even a third of the way to his full power. I think it's like, it's very when... low. When he picked up a twig, he 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 split that mountain. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, bro, I'm like, what is wrong with this dude, man? That's like, a fox. This, this dude, 
this dude be getting like this dude at, he could have died a couple times like you say he can't die because whatever reason it gets the hearts or whatever it is it's like this dude picks up a twig and he's and he's like splitting mountains like like what have I been watching for ten episodes like so far like what is it like, what has this dude been doing exactly. man exactly that was like not something like we knew about like we didn't know he could have died at that point it's like why is he just like not fighting and like about to give up his life. Mm-hmm. He's he just so nonchalant about everything, and then even when he turns like berserk or whatever, mode that dragon mode, or what you want to call it, like he has like this blank look on the. Yeah. That's just, he. He's just like an airhead to me, you know. <laughs> like he, I like his wisecracks though. He's, he's kind of like Spider Man, in, 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 in that way. He's always got yeah. He's always got that line. Yeah. I think yeah. I, I kind of like him. I, I like he's probably one of my. I would say like Yusuke is probably like my favorite like main character. Yeah, Yusuke's got those lines too. Yeah, because Yusuke, his personality is more in line with mine. Because like I'm not, I'm not, you know, I don't really like the Goku type. You know, the happy-go-lucky. I'm, yeah. I'm so cheerful. I can talk you out of anything. Like, sit, like chill, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but Melios is up there. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe because he's like Spider-Man, and I, like I like Spider-Man, but yeah. He's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. So now, if we're talking about power levels again, I want to talk about Meliodas and his full counter. I believe he should have been on that power the the last episode we did. Yeah, he, the power I, I believe he should have been up there because, like, think about it. Any magical ability that gets sent at him, he could just full counter it, full blast at you, and that's not even being in his demon form. He can do that with literally a broken sword. Yeah. Doesn't matter what. And. You see that in uh, season one, at the end, where he can use revenge counter. He doesn't even need. He just needs a bunch of people. That, like if someone is like powerful as Goku, just beat the living shit out of him, and then um, he can use his revenge counter, pull all that power that was just sent at him, and use it on Goku mm-hmm. in a second. And that's how he won in the end. There, he just destroyed him with one hit. <laughs> Did it have to be magic? Uh, so that's the thing. His full counter, that's what I'm going to say. His full counter, I would say, is useless on that list because it is magic-based. And, like, someone like All Might Goku, like, that, like, doesn't always have to matter. Like, when it comes to physical. But when it comes to his revenge counter, that's what I don't remember. I think the revenge counter is based on the damage he takes. Yeah. I I don't think it's... Yeah. Damage. Yeah, so, yeah, his revenge counter would be very effective against anyone. Um, but going up against the, Goku, you should get obliterated, though. That's like, that, that's like, the thing. Like, can, his, can his body take a Kamehameha? Yeah. Well, that well, if we get take a Kamehameha. I said, if we get to Kamehameha, that's like, is that technically magic compared that's to like talking about like combining key, combining key, universes? Is key magic? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like combining universes. Like it's called magic in Seven Deadly Sins, and then in uh, in Dragon Ball, it's considered like Kai. So it's like I don't I don't know how that works. No, no, no it doesn't because there, there's actually magic. That's right. There, is, yeah, there is magic. Yeah, because Moro's using magic and Bobbity used magic. Yeah, so that's actually yeah. Would his yeah? Will his full counter work against the Kai Blast? Because that's technically not magic. But also, what kind of like life energy? Yeah. What like what does the the full counter actually like do? I can't use Google because I have the YouTube video. But yeah, that's uh that's something. We really didn't consider. Because I wasn't thinking about it, but Nate brought up a good point. I don't know if we considered that when he was, or I think it was Boss that brought it up. But when he took the twig and was chopped from the mountains, I don't remember where we placed him on the power level, but I think we might have placed him too low. Well, we put him at country tier. I think, I think, yeah. I couldn't remember where we put him. I thought I didn't think we put him at country tier. Yeah, we put him at country tier, and that was based on anime. Based on the anime, I think country tier was good. I think that's also kind of where we got into like the tough situation of we were ranking them first on that scale. Was like Meliodas can destroy a country easy with his power, but in order to use revenge counter, full counter, you would have to have the help of an outside force. Mm-hmm. And like so, like that's why we had him lower, and then we didn't talk about him facing like all oh, Mike Goku, those other people, was because he was in a different tier from them. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he should be higher than country tier. I was yeah. thinking we had him at like thirty. That's why. I was no, thinking. yeah. We, Speaking of country tier, have you watched? Uh, have you finished watching Yu Yu? I'm uh, I'm eighty episodes in, and I could definitely agree that he he's definitely got to like, country tier. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and that we're uh, we're they're trying to open up the uh, the demon world and the, the uh, earth, like the gateway. They're trying to open that. Do you remember so, that? So yeah, they got the demon world. No, I haven't seen demon oh, world yet or man. anything like that. So like, just yeah, based on where I am right now, yeah. How increase is about to get dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Where I'm at right now, I can totally see that it's just gonna skyrocket and. Power increase about to get. You use gonna get nuts. Yeah, you gonna get nuts. <laughs> I'm putting Bon up there against people like pretty much all the OP characters in Dragon Ball. Him using his hunter ability to suck out their energy would that give him enough to be able to fight them? I saw it like we never know because like, but then again, we've seen like we've seen like those guys last for hours, and it's like, will will Bonds you know will his like energy last for hours? So yeah, in the perfect cube, they it lasted all day. Wasn't an all day thing. I don't remember. They literally all like left, and he was, and those two were still fighting. And the perfect cube finally gave out because I think Merlin just left. Yeah, as in that was another thing that like that's another one of those cases where his destructive ability wasn't high enough to like face him against those one v one characters. Yeah, his destructive ability yeah isn't too high, yeah. but putting him in, like a one v one, not destructive way, I feel like he'd be pretty high. Higher than we put him. How fast does he snatch the energy though? Is it like a is it like a slow is it like a slow creep or is it can he just like grab a no. big chunk? That's the thing. Yeah, it's a slow creep, and like he doesn't like. Did he even like? I guess he did use it against like Estoroso. LeBron tried that against Goku. Um, I don't was, think it's it that was, slow though, because they started noticing. I don't know if he has a limit. Slower. What's the name, Yarbron? The green dude. Remember the Bobbity? The green guy who was, um, well, Vegeta found out that, that Goku had some extra reserves. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about, like, during the whole, like, you know, different floor, whatever fights, right? Yeah, the, the guy was trying to suck up all, uh, Goku's energy, and Goku yeah, just, didn't over, he... Just, he just overfilled him. Yeah, he gave him too much energy. I remember that. I don't remember the dude's name, though. Um, the, the, does Bond have a limit? Like, is there a cap? Yeah, that's, that's like, that's like, like, that brings up, like, so many questions, is like... Because, like, A, we saw Estoroso, like, one-punch him into, like, obliteration. I would definitely put Goku over Estoroso. So could, like, Goku just sit there and constantly, like, you know, just shatter him? And it's just, like, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's always tough when you talk about immortality and, like, who wins in a fight with immortality. It's just the ultimate cop-out. Yeah. Uh, You can't beat somebody that you can't kill. I mean, you can beat them, but but you got to go because... Because they're coming back, and you know what I mean. Like, it's just one of those things. Yeah, you just never know, like, like what's the limit? Because like, there's not going to be some like they're not going to have an episode where like they show someone punched him, he obliterates, goes back, punched it. Like, they're gonna have something like that. They're gonna have something like the perfect cube fight that Nathan brought up, where it's just like they like fast forward throughout a day and it's just like, oh, they're died of exhaustion or whatever. Um, so so far we've seen well, Akame. Uh, got killed had no sense of power levels but we saw like it, naruto has different you know ninja levels like the jonin tuning blah, blah 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 um dragon ball z which we just talk about all the time started out with the scouters which would show power levels and now we got seven deadly sins which has the pig's eye tool hawk's like eye tool that merlin gave him um it's another one of those it'll show like the way it works is the hawk can now look at a person and see his its magic ability, its physical ability, and then it's a third thing I don't remember. But then it gives you the total overall power. Who could? Ah, uh, hawk the the pig. Merlin. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, Merlin okay. gives him a special tool that lets him like see that. Um, the pig is the hero of the story, by the way. And I feel like like <laughs> he really is. <laughs> He's constantly in it. Um, but like I feel like. I really like that how they like give us numbers, cause like. It's funny, I can't lie. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, the end of season one. You're gonna love Everybody the pig. Everybody like, it's just, I guess it's my time. <laughs> it, it, it gets booted across the map. <laughs> the the what is it? A captain of Scraps Disposal? Like all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't lie. It's, it's, it's cartoons. One. Of, it's, it's one of the only ones. Yeah. Man. It, it gets like a legit like laugh. He, he gets, like, such a bigger role, too, in the season one, beginning of season two, like, when he gets this power oh, yeah. thing, and it's so funny. 
Yeah, like Louis just when he gets his power thing and ends up like messing around, like Merlin messes around with him and shit. It's it's so great. Well, there's also um, I don't want to give away too much for boss because it's great when we first discover it, but where um, Hawk figures out that she has a power other than the eye thing. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a lot of a lot of Hawk to come. We'll just say yeah. that. Secrets, huh? Yeah, um, it's worth it's worth the wait. It's worth the wait. Secrets, eh? Secret secrets. Uh, but yeah, so I just really like how they show the power levels like that. Like I wish Dragon Ball Super continued that. You know, the old scouters that were like, you know, where the mean comes from over nine thousand. I mean, they're just so inconsistent at this point. They're just yeah. like, listen, man, just just watch the show. That, that's that's where Dragon Ball's at now. Just watch the show. Exactly. Krillin can deflect a, a, a command man blast from blue. Don't worry about it. All right. That, you know, things happen. It's the off day. You know what I mean? Like that's what that's what Dragon Ball is at now. Yeah, and like like Goku like was able like they were saying Android uh, seventeen was like on par with Goku. Like they were saying his like stronger than Goku Blue. Like that's what I'm saying. Like if we had scouters like back in the like back in old Z days where we could see the power levels, I feel like I would like that. I would like to be like, okay, Goku's obviously not using his full strength. Krillin's only at this level. Like, first of all, well, I guess they're human now, but they're not. Like, how are they increasing powers? How how, how is a robot increasing power level? I mean, that, I know, like, because like, like they're a wish back to being human, right? Uh, so they like they were, but like during the the tournament, they like weren't because they because. Levels, it's like they still have energy, rather. Yeah. Like. That's the thing. They had a, they had unlimited energy because they were androids, technically. And plus, they have an age, so it's like they're clearly still androids. Yeah. Like how, how are they? In, how, how does and how does a robot? They they had a baby though, so. Well, I guess the human part is growing, but. <laughs> like, well, humans aren't supposed to be that strong anyway. Like. You're exactly. You're pulling that max. Like, how are you this strong, man? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. Dragon Ball just wants you to just go along with it. Listen, like, listen, and don't worry about it. All right. That's yeah, but in like Seven Deadly, they they explain the power increases, and they mm-hmm. like kind of stay consistent. Like they they like they said, oh, hey, Meliodas is Meliodas was like, yeah, I'm the weakest one. Like Escanor is stronger than me. But they didn't like. Then they explained like Meliodas only had a third of his power or whatever. Well, to be fair, Dragon Ball came out in the '80s. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure. If, I mean, I'm pretty sure if Dragon Ball came out today, they would follow the same. I think they're just stricken to what they know. They just let's just go balls to the wall with it. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure if, if they re- they need to do is like reboot it. I think that I think that would be solid. Reboot it from Z, uh from, 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 from Dragon Ball, and then tell like a new story or something like that. Yeah, but like I mean, just look at all the video games. All the video games are just the same story over and over again. So. They're, they're not planning on rebooting a story at all. <laughs> start over, bro. Start over, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe no start over, but maybe focus. Maybe. Uh, see, Goku says the poster boy, man. Yeah, and that's the thing. They're never going to change that. Goku, I mean, Goten and Trunks should be older. Like, they're still eight. They should be really <laughs> it's so true. There's no <laughs> time lapse. <laughs> it's so wild, man. Like, I don't know, man. Um, it's Dragon Ball. I mean, that's all you can really say. Exactly. There's uh, there's actually an awesome Seven Deadly Sins uh, phone app out right now that I've been playing a lot. But is uh, it? I haven't checked it out. Yeah, it's uh, it's called Grand Cross. It's another one of those, you know, collect all the, collect. You know, you got to collect all the characters. You know, pay money, whatever. You could either be pay to win or free to play. But it's uh, but like they give you a lot of that premium currency just for playing the story. Um. And like by the time you beat this, like beat the story, which is super long, they actually go through the entire story. There's actually videos too. There's cinematics of the like of the anime. That's what uh, that makes it cool. And it's like it's a totally different like turn-based game than usual. Cause usual like most turn-based games, it's like okay, choose this skill, choose this skill, choose this skill. Like you got like a certain amount of mana or something like that. Uh, but this one, it's like. All three of your characters have three skills, but you only get to choose like, and then it's it's hard to explain. You get like seven cards, 
each card is one of one of those three skills from everyone. But then you can combine the cards to be like tier two or tier three. It's like it's harder to explain. I don't know if that did it justice there, but it's a good game. Check it out. Probably not. But I, I kind of understand it a little bit. Yeah. yeah I think but, at least I have a vision. I think it's like totally different than like all the other turn-based strategy, you know, collect all the card games that like have been out there. So it's like speaking of, of turn-based, I mean, if, if I could just uh, switch stories real quick, switch subjects real quick. If uh, and you guys play Final Fantasy VII and the remake? No, for the resume. I don't know if that's I did. I don't remember. Oh, action! There we go. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see. Okay, so yeah. Um, seven deadly sins. Uh, mm -hmm. Powers. All the sins. All I, I technically we could talk about anyone. Everyone has like a unique sin power, a unique power, like magical ability, or whatever. What's your guys' favorite? Favorite? Oh, God, like it's power be or person? We'll start with power. Favorite power. What like? What? What's your favorite power? Say you're thrown into seven deadly sins universe. Whose power would you like to take? Not don't not don't just pick like Meliodas or Escanor because he's the strongest. Like, what would be like oh, the yeah. coolest for you guys? I wouldn't want Escanor because that's only when the sun's out, and that's. Nate can't Nate can't stand having no muscles. He's got to have all those big muscles all the time. Exactly. I think I would take Bond. Was he was he a knight? Who? Escanor, is he a sin or is he a knight? He, uh, he's a, he's a sin. Um, and he's, he's the one where, uh, like, based on the sun is, like, how yeah, strong I, he I gets. That's that dude, he's, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Got the mustache. Yeah, he's a sin of pride. Yeah, whatever that is, but. <laughs> uh, but, well, they're all bait. That's the, th that's the thing. We haven't seen Escanor's yet, but all of their sins are based on their past and why they were called, you know, the sin of blah, blah, blah. That's what's mm -hmm. pretty cool. But uh, so, yeah, we haven't learned about Escanors yet. We learned about, we kind of learned about Meliodas's. We learned about Bonds. Yeah, we um, learned about, yeah, we learned about King Diane, uh, Merlin. I think we learned about Gother as well. I can't remember Gother's. That's what, yeah, I, it's uh, is he Sloth? No, King is King is, yeah, King Sloth. Okay. Like yeah. Is he, is Gother Gluttony? No, is that no no? That's like Berlin. Berlin's got gluttony. Yeah, it's what hard to keep track of all of them. I can't um, Google. But uh, so I would actually go with one of the commandments for my favorite power. It's just something that's really cool. It's um, I don't remember his name, but the dude with the mustache, the little like fancy mustache. Yeah, he could like, he could use his ranged attack to hit like anyone anywhere. And so it's like a kind of like the sniper ability. Mm -hmm. uh, and I thought that was really cool. I thought that would be like an ability I'd really like to use, and it'd be kind of fun to play around with too. He was able to like just being able to hit a target anywhere would be like pretty cool without trying to like you know go for the OP people because obviously bomb would be awesome to be yeah. just with his like hunter ability or whatever. Yeah, that's that's yeah. who I would pick. That's a lot. That's a lot of choices. That's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> think about everybody's thing right now. Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> like I have to go with the fairy king, dude. Fairy king. So I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say most useful power for like everyday life, hundred percent would be king. Floating around on a pillow all day, like who would not want to do that? True. <laughs> like you don't have to walk anywhere. He has that he has that guard thing going on where he's just like, eh, I'm just gonna chill. Yeah. I'm not gonna lift my hand. And I'm gonna beat you down. Yeah, and like. It's like it's so cool, but also you gotta think about the fact that like, yeah, you saw this during the tournament. Without his tool, he's like useless. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's yeah. like he's literally <laughs> a little kid who can't punch someone. At least Gar is useful without his sand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, have we even really seen Gar without his sand though? I don't think we've seen him. Yeah, in, in the filler. Well, yeah, the filler. Um, I think he lost his tail beast or something like that. And and, and the chick taught him how to do hand hand combat. Oh, I. I remember that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go back and watch it. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Well, okay. Yeah. For sure. Uh, let's see, Nathan. Nathan, we still gotta wait for our favorite from you. And some same with you, Taco. I said. <coughs> Who's yours? Bon. I said Bon. Oh, you said Bon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would love because 
I don't know. To be able to take power from anybody? And not die? It'd, just, yeah, it'd be kind of like a cool like strategy thing, like how can you like survive long enough to take enough power? <laughs> you cut out. <laughs> it'd be like a cool, it's like a cool like how do I survive long enough to mm-hmm. you know take enough power that I need I need so but even in every day even in every day it's not useful like, though like how do you like, like, do a use task it? that maybe you're not normally strong enough to do yeah like, like you can know? you borrow somebody's memory like can I go to a mechanic take all his power and, and then fix the car you know what I mean like how do you use that <laughs> no. you know what I mean you could probably take his power and eat the car you, you could know? probably be <laughs> the most the highest paid construction worker ever just because you could like lift all of the you know, all the beams up there without using the machines. Yeah. Oh, and then think about, like, if you got hurt, too, like, you just fix yourself. You can use his anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's the ideal, like, if you were going to have it in everyday life, I think. Yeah, I think you 100% have to go with King for everyday life. That's kind of how I was kind of visualizing with, like, I don't know, like, that telekinesis stuff is kind of OP, man, where you could just command stuff to do stuff. I guess. So I'd be like, it's like kind of like Gother. Gother can tap into uh, like memories and dreams and like fiddle with people's like emotions and like their brainwaves and stuff. So that's like, that's like, that's why like, I don't know why Gother isn't higher up, but I guess because we saw like people break out of it very easily, but Gother, Gother's got that power. They kind of, they, they finally kind of like, like, undercut not un- like undercut but they like actually had like telekinesis brainwave power at like not the most overpowered thing in like the universe mm-hmm. which you usually see everywhere see now i would have to go with dreyfus if you guys remember who dreyfus is um dude in the red armor griamore's dad yeah i'm trying to remember what his power I was what his power was, was it just power light? is break I'll read it out to you right now. Break is an incredible, powerful ability, which is manifested from Dreyfus's will. So having a super, super strong will. This is, this ability is very versatile, with it being capable of emitting energy blasts, helping Dreyfus to resist magic, and also being used for close combat. Who is a Green Lantern? <laughs> yeah, pretty. I guess, yeah, pretty much. But yeah. Had to Dreyfus, go. Had to go and Google them. Yeah, no, because I I remember it was Break, but he didn't, it didn't really get explained too much. Yeah, but, we only saw him really fight like once with it. No, he, I think he fought like twice. With but it, like, actually like explained it or whatever, right? Yeah. So Brig is just, he has such a strong will that everyone's already scared of him. He's powerful enough to become the Grand Master. I mean, yeah. kind of cheated his way to it. <laughs> just people that have watched it. But, yeah. yeah, we won't talk about um, that much a little bit. He, he, was, he was just so freaking powerful that he, he took out... um. What's his face? Uh, Gother. He put him into... Uh, he, Gother, one of Gother's abilities is like going into mm-hmm. people's minds and literally he can put them into a nightmare and leave them there forever and they will be stuck in their nightmare because it's, it's just their mind and it doesn't matter what they do. Yeah, good old... But this guy's will is, Yeah, this guy's will is just too powerful that he could break through Gother, one of the seven deadly sin powers, and still end up beating yeah. him. Can he be the Tachi? Is what I'm trying to figure out. That's the thing. Like they nerfed down like that Gotha thing. Like obviously, like the Sukunome, the fucking Genjutsu, and Naruto was one of the most powerful abilities like in like the world. Well, Tachi could fight for real, so like yeah. Gotha really can't fight. Like, no. At least from what I can tell, I don't think she can fight. She seems like long range support character. I Tachi will beat you up for real. <laughs> even yeah, even when we get to like the final battles and stuff, we don't see them fight a lot. I'm probably gonna go back and watch season two tonight. Just because I want to. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, why not? All in one night now. But I, oh, I gotta, I gotta finish Yu Yu. I gotta get, like stay on that. It's so good. Yeah, for this Yu Yu, baby. I told you about Yu Yu. Yeah, stuff. it's like it's so good. I didn't realize it was gonna be this good. <laughs> um, or Griamore, man. Griamore's a good one too. With his perfect yeah. shield. His perfect shield, mm-hmm. yeah. I do like. I mean, that's how I usually play like all. My- game just being a tank yeah and every single game that i play that's why i would like that just having a huge shield what's the name um yeah that's why if he if he aged and practiced and got more experience i feel like he'd be a super strong character with his power of like just an unbreakable shield because he was still young then he he was he was barely a holy knight 
doesn't and, have to be a shield. Like, can, can he put a bubble on, on, on somebody's face? See, he probably could. That's why. Mm -hmm. if, he, if he trained more with it, he could probably use that more as a weapon more than just uh, just defending people or defending yeah. himself. If you put that on somebody's head, like, they're, like, they're going to suffocate. Yeah. That's why I, I, I think I might just... I, might, I think I might choose his son, Graham Moore, because I, I like that one. And he's also fucking eight feet tall and 400 <laughs> fucking pounds. I, I was going to say... So Nathan is like huge bodybuilder. I'm like, what a surprise! Nathan chooses the biggest muscly dude in the anime. <laughs> I was thinking about choosing Bond. I'm like, Bond's a little too like not OP, but like his mm -hmm. hunter ability, how he becomes like fucking like huge. Yeah, and like it's just like, but I'm I'm just thinking about Graymore. I'm like, I I I think I'd rather just pick Graymore. Yeah, but doesn't he he uses his bubble shield to protect uh, Elizabeth's sister? Doesn't he? So we've seen him like put the not the 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 shield doesn't just go out from him. He, we've seen him put it on someone else. Yeah, so he can put it on someone else. So he yeah. could probably put it like smaller. Someone's head, yeah. Yeah. He could put if he if he gets good enough, he could probably put it like in someone and then expand it, yeah, and then just like obliterate them. I don't know. Yeah. He got like, creative with it. He'd be like the Invisible Woman. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, like he could pull like a Doctor Strange with like the whole circle thing. <laughs> Uh, we saw in what was it the the second yeah the second uh, end game. Oh, when he took the dude's uh, we took the dude's arm, arm off. Like it's like kind of it's yeah. the same thing as like can this dude just put the circle on someone and like you know explode them and shit like like I don't know where the limit on the power is. But another cool thing about this, I don't know if this is like based on manga, but it's like something else like that game brought into it is you can combine ultimate moves. Like every game is ultimate moves or whatever, but. So they combine Dian and the shield dude that we're talking about. And so the dude literally would go in his shield and then Dian would take her hammer and hit the shield and hit it at the like the enemy team. Um, and it's just like that's something else that like going back to your uh your your turtle what'd you say? So should we Tiger Woods is what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> or like for D and D, uh you two and your little turtle throwing shells, like Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much what we've been doing, yeah. Yeah. In D and D, uh, Taco is a giant, and Nathan is a turtle, and so he literally Nathan would go in a shell, and Taco would just throw the shell at people, and it's like, it's like yeah, the same knocked, thing. Knock the dude out to stop him from running away. <laughs> it's like you could totally do that too. You just have someone strong enough, just like either like bowl you at someone or like yeah, hit you at someone. It's a red shell or, or green yeah. shell. Yeah, it's non non tracking, so it's green shell. Final answer. Oh. You gotta have good aim, dude. Uh, so yeah, let's wrap up with okay. Powers aside, who's our favorite character in the anime? Powers aside, uh, well, like you powers? could like like you don't have to say like this is my favorite person because like his powers are just like overall yeah. favorite character based on everything. I like I like Bond and I like um uh, uh, the chick with the slanted eyes with the closed eyes. Oh, uh, Ida. <laughs> yeah, with uh, the the exploding power or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like her. Like she's so weird, son. Like, wait, who? Like, like the way she talks, it's it's like she's kind of creepy, man. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Jericho, Taco? Uh huh. So it's like her. It was like her partner, her training partner. Black hair, Golther eventually oh, like yeah, has that okay, little yeah. weird stuff with her. She has the lance. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, the girl with the lance. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, I say yeah. I, obviously, everyone loves Bond. I I love Bond. Um, I also really like uh, Esteroso. Um, I wish we saw more of him. And spoilers, we'll end up seeing more of him in season three. Stay tuned. But uh, mm -hmm. but I really liked like the little bit we saw of him. He just seemed like so confident, so powerful, and it'd just be cool to see like his overall ability. I think Bond won me over, and uh, when they went to the overworld, um, um, like the underworld. And, and the chick was talking to him. Yeah, and he had a little heart to heart with uh with Elaine. Yeah. yeah. Alright, go ahead, Taco. I didn't mean to cut was, you off. No, you're good. I was gonna say I think I like Bond, but I think I liked Bond more in season two than I did season one. I think season one my favorite was probably fine. But I didn't hear what you said. Yeah, who? You didn't hear what I said? I cut out. Yeah. Oh. I said I liked I like Bond, but I think I liked Bond in season two better than I did in season one. Um, I think in season one, my f 
favorite was uh, was King. King, I yeah, I personally can't stand King. King gets annoying. <laughs> yeah, he does. To me, no, he does. He does. But like him. Yeah, he's he's like the crybaby of season one. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like anybody who's like nonchalant, like just just I don't know that. Like I said, like the whole Gar thing. Yeah, like Gar chill as fuck. Season one with his arms folded, like just whooping everybody. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're crazy. Yeah, you're in a love season two and the commandments in season two. They're they're awesome. Yeah, they're like that. Uh, what about you, Nathan? Favorite character overall? Hmm. I would have to say. Hmm. I think I have to go with Deanne. <laughs> I mean, for, she is pretty great. She is the best. Uh, for obvious reasons too. That it's, 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 it's I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to explain myself. It's for obvious reasons. She's just the best. And the reason that just how they <laughs> how they dress her in half of it, and how they freaking um. Like all the different positions they put her in, yeah. but at the same time, she is a really good character. How like she's caring about everything, even though people are trying to kill her, she's still trying to save everyone. She mm-hmm. is super powerful, and with the whole how technically she's like an Earthbender, I was always I was always Earthbender yeah. side, and she's got to be one of my favorites. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That was probably want, and I like how she wants to sexually assault the sexual uh, predator. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she always begs Meliodas to do those things to her. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, no, I can't do that to you. Uh, but yeah, so that's that, so blunt too. It's that, so funny. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's that's all I got. Uh, is there anything you guys want to talk about? Not really, no. I think that was pretty I much mean, it. I mean, overall, from what I've seen, 12, 13 episodes in, solid. Uh, I'm going to watch some more. After, I'm going to watch some more after we do this podcast. I, I should probably only like one episode. and uh, I, mean, we, I mean, we could revisit it later if you want. Yeah. There is a movie, I, too. I, I don't forget to watch that. The movie's yeah, pretty good. I, I accidentally got a little bit into it. Like, <laughs> trying to you know, replay the, 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 the season. Uh, Netflix showed me the movie. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> I see Eskimo here, like, cause it showed it showed the dude with the mustache. Like, nah, yeah. what's going on? I backed out real quick. I thought it fast forwarded me, you know, like through the season, and I realized it was the movie. Dreaming, I, I, I.